the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. And welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in for quite a treat today. We're going to be talking about a mix of ministry and workplace and uh, just the way that, um, you know, God just orchestrates, uh, at least in my life, to meet some amazing women. Today I have a leader who is actually um, uh, kicked off a new ministry called Marketplace. I'm sorry, Women Impacting the Marketplace, WIM, and uh, at Venture Church. And she is also a leader at Apple Computers, and she is an amazing woman. Welcome to the show, Kyla Craig. Thanks so much, Vanessa. Yeah, thanks for having us uh, as part of your your kickoff. It was such a wonderful time there. With uh, I think we had about seventy five women out, uh, you know, in in January, and and I've just I was so grateful. I'm still hearing from many of the women that I got to meet there that were that just have a powerful um, uh, ministry over their lives. And so, thank mm-hmm. you for orchestrating that and uh, letting me be a part of it. So you and I actually had the opportunity to meet uh, when you were orchestrating an event um, out out at Apple to to showcase uh, and bring awareness to the issue of human trafficking. Tell me how you, you know, you got involved in this. Tell me a little bit about, you know, your day to day life. Who is Kyla and why is Kyla committed to raising awareness about this issue? Oh, that's a great question and a lot of stuff. <laughs> Let me give it a shot. Um, so, yeah, my one of my roles at Apple is uh, as the co-chair for the Apple Christian Fellowship. My my day job, uh, beyond that, is uh, I'm an iCloud support engineering manager. And, uh, yeah. As I, as go I got tech more, girls! Go tech yeah. girls! Yeah! <laughs> so, as I... Yeah, as I you know, got involved with the Christian Fellowship more. Um, I also, at home, have two daughters. And so one of the things that just kind of stands out for me in kind of all these roles coming together for me and, and why um, human trafficking awareness really um, weighed on my heart was 
when we hosted the Super Bowl in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I heard that that was like a really big day for human trafficking. And I was just horrified. Like, I just, that's the first I'd ever heard of something like that of happening here in the United States. And, and it just, um, I just started researching it a bit and, and starting to really understand the problem locally. And, you know, just having daughters just makes you think, you know, because because it can happen to anyone was what I was seeing in the research. And so, yeah, it was just something that I really wanted to raise awareness um, because I, you know, have been placed in the role and placed with there at Apple. And um, there was just a lot of interest uh, as well from, from our management on, yeah, this sounds like a really great event that we care about. Apple, as you may know, is is very much about human rights. Um, yeah. They're very vocal about that as a company and, and championing um, doing right for people in general. And so, yeah, it was it was a really well-attended event and really appreciated you coming and participating in that. And and so, yeah, that's it's kind of the, the story behind that. Um, wow. So that's something I care about. And so a piece of awareness really activated you to then engage your workplace and Christians in your community um, and then, you know, workplace members that aren't necessarily Christian. Because I remember that event was um, it was just multifaceted in terms of the people that joined in the theater where we were, as well as over live stream. Right. And, And so you you brought awareness to the fact that, you know, there's a lot of domestic human trafficking occurring. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And and so so that was the beginning. And and for me, I got to tell you, I've worked in, in tech for, you know, many years. And I, I know it's kind of sad, but I did not know there was such a thing as a Christian like club at mm-hmm. Apple or at Cisco. And it was just at this time when uh, uh, Victor Lamb, who heads the uh, and um, and her name is escaping me. Oh, my Allie. gosh. <laughs> Allie. I love Allie. Um, yeah. And Allie, they, they had te- teamed up to start the Christian club. Uh, or actually, it's called the and now I'm forgetting even the name. Um, it's not the club. It's a collaborative or something like that at Cisco. But they started a chart chapter there. And it would just it. That for me, that first of all, there was a group at work where I could go and actually be prayed for and actually share, you know, like parts of my personal life at work. Um, and then also insert like th- this very relevant cause that's happening to our kids in the Bay Area and have people care about that. I can't tell you how much that bless my life and mm-hmm. empowered me to be more vocal at Cisco um, about what I was doing and not be, you know, cause, cause for me, I did a lot of compartmentalizing. I, I, I don't like to share too much about mm-hmm. my personal life at work. Cause I never want people thinking I'm not doing my job, you know? And, um, did you have any consternation about that as you implemented, uh, this, this awareness event? No, not, not that event at all. Um, but I experienced similar earlier <laughs> when, when I was asked to, to co-chair, uh, I, I wasn't really out as a Christian uh, mm-hmm. at that point, mm-hmm. I guess is the way to say it. Yeah. I've heard that pretty common as people in tech will separate, will compartmentalize, as you call it, um, just kind of check their faith at the door when they walk into their office Monday morning. And mm-hmm. so that was, yeah, I definitely wasn't very vocal as well. You know, if someone asked me, what did you do this weekend? I wouldn't you know, say, oh, I went to church and it was a great message. Like, I wouldn't have done that right. back then. Um, so for me, yeah, doing that event was, it was a couple of years into me co-chairing. And so I was very much uh, more open 
about my faith and how my faith um, drives me. And so, yeah, I was past that, but definitely went through what you're talking about and, and then got to be more vocal. And that's why, I, you know, doing these kinds of events and, and especially opening them up. So, so our Christian Fellowship host being, being host to raise awareness and opening it up to any employee to come, um, that's something we're trying to do more of uh, as well is, is to be kind of that voice. Um, voice of love and compassion and caring, and not that other people aren't um, that way. Right, just being (laughs) one of them. Yeah, an opportunity that Mm -hmm. we have, yeah, to do that, to lead in that area. I I think it's so interesting how, you know, in the workplace, and I know that's one of the reasons why you you started WIM, I I think it's so interesting how we feel that pressure to not share. I mean, obviously, you're not going to go into like super duper detail with someone who doesn't read the Bible, like, oh, yeah, in this chapter, it says blah, blah, blah. But 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 just for us to feel so afraid to share um, that, um, you know, I, I went to church and I was really encouraged about who I am, you know, a general statement like I really I, I was encouraged about that I can balance my day job. And my, you know, my prayer life, or I can balance my day job and still be a good mother to my kids. And these are just like human issues that um, are, I would think, are quite universal. And yet there's this fear, right, that in sharing them that will offend. And yet what I have found is if you find a way to talk about it in a way that's authentic and not, you know, like, I'm not trying to make you into a Christian. You know, I right. am just sharing who I am. And and when you're honest that way, um, it, it really, you know, as with anything, right? When you're on, the more honest you can be and the more, more freedom you feel to collaborate, to communicate, the more effective you can be at work in all ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anytime I, I've heard of that when you're, uh, it's, it's a term called covering where you're kind of hiding uh, parts of who you are and not yeah. being, you know, your authentic self. And that mm-hmm. takes a lot of work and energy <laughs> to right. do. And so there's a lot of uh, research around this, that if, if you're allowed to bring your whole, whole self to work and you can just uh, be be who you are mm-hmm. um, and that's okay, then you're going to be more productive, definitely more productive, definitely more effective in what you're doing. Um, and I think, too, it helps having more examples. Um, the Bay Area is kind of known for being one of the most unchurched places. Right. Uh, for the latest statistics, I'm like 4% of people will go to church or identify as Christians. I don't think it's that low myself, but uh, maybe it's just because I keep meeting so many. Right. <laughs> right. We're immersed in, in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you see people like, you know, Pat Gelsinger at VMware, and, you know, and he uh, he just did a speaking event a, a few weeks ago, and it was open to even people outside of VMware. And they streamed it, and uh, you know he's very he's very vocal about very out being part yeah. of who he is, and you know he even calls himself I think the pastor of VMware. The pastor of VMware, <laughs> he does his congregation, and so you know you see people like that, and you see people who are breaking down that barrier of, you know, you don't have to leave your faith at home um, when you go to work. On the, you know, it, it's part of who you are. You it should be just. You know what you what you are every day. It's not something you just are on Sunday. That's right. That's right. Well, we're going to take a break. Um, I encourage uh, all of the who are listening uh, to um, uh, get involved with us here at Love Never Fails. Uh, you can do that by going to our website, learning more about our mission, and that is loveneverfailsus.com. You can also give me a call eight four four two four nine. Two six nine eight, and if you're one of those women that um, uh, is struggling with this, and you'd like prayer, you can also email me at Vanessa at Love Never Fails Us dot com. We're going to go to break, and we'll be right back. 
For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back uh, to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today uh, with an awesome woman, Kyla Craig, who is one of the co-founders of a ministry that is called Women Impacting the Marketplace that is running out of Venture, uh, Venture Church. And uh, the this this initiative, this ministry is, is actually uh, founded by four women, uh, Dana Christensen, Kyla Craig, Donna Heckey, and Connie. Connie Segredo. So whoop whoop to all four of you guys. You guys are awesome. Um, you got you have an event coming up, right? It's uh, May 19th. So next Saturday from 830 to 1130 at Venture Church. And you're actually going to um, have a, an awesome speaker. Um, and uh, she works as a senior director of infrastructure documentation at Salesforce and is also the leader of Christians at Salesforce. And her name is Sue Warnke. And uh, she, she's she got an amazing story from what I understand. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to be there. And I really wanted to hear from her. But tell us a little bit about what she's going to share. Yeah, so her story is really interesting in that, um, let's see, about a, about a year and a half ago, she was a agnostic uh, and just was, you know, never going to go down that path of, mm-hmm. of faith. And uh, it's through a series of interesting uh, people and, uh, and events in her life, um, God just, you know, had been pursuing her. She realizes looking back, um, as he always does. And so he he uh, just eventually uh, got her like a year ago, January. And wow. so she's a very new Christian, but just amazing how God has been using her in her life um, just in, in this short time. And so the story is really, um, or I think a really powerful reminder that you know, you don't have to be the one who knows all the Bible verses and be able to quote them <laughs> at the drop of a hat. You don't have to have been, you know, raised, you know, in your family uh, as a Christian for years and years. It's not how, you know, long you've been a Christian. God can use you. Um, right. So it's, it just reminds me of, you know, some of those people in the Bible, like Esther, right? Mm-hmm. It, you know, for such a time as this. And she really takes that to heart that she is placed here and she she is a follower of Jesus and she is going to obey God's call on her. And uh, just some amazing stories she's going to share of, of how God's been using her um, in this short time being part of uh, the kingdom of God. So, yeah, just, uh, yeah, if you can't Beautiful. make it, try and, try and find uh, other uh, other recordings of her speaking because she, she has been uh, speaking around the Bay Area um, and sharing sharing her story. She is going to focus, too, on being a woman, a working woman um, mm-hmm. in, in this area as well and kind of how that uh, faith and mom and Christian and working all balances for her because it's, it's uh, definitely a challenge in this area. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, it, that was actually, you know, it's so funny as I was preparing to share in January, 
um, you know, I started looking into some of the statistics and just, you know, the challenges, right? The obstacles of being a woman, being a Christian. And then in my case, being a woman of color and, you know, having come from a, you know, impoverished background and things like that. And, and, um, you know, all those obstacles and some, some people have different obstacles. Maybe they have a learning disability. Um, maybe they, you know, maybe they have a, a visual impairment or, you know, hearing impairment or, you know, other, other challenges, right? And you just wonder how, how you've made it over, so to speak, you know, how, how did I make it over? And, um, and for me, at least uh, I know that the, 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 the secret ingredients is God, you know, yeah. he's the secret ingredients. And so, um, even when I didn't acknowledge he was there, he was working on my behalf mm-hmm. and, um, I'm so, uh, so in awe of, the, of him doing that. And even things that he planted in my life, uh, many, many moons ago, many years ago, where uh, that that I thought were for one purpose and come to find they were for another. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I was actually talking with my boss the other day, and uh, um, I I had the amazing um, uh, news a couple weeks back that I had been selected to be one of the women that will be highlighted on CRN. Uh, as a woman in the channel, um, uh, you know, which is a big, big deal for, for me and um, huge honor. And a part of what I put in my my nomination, they asked me to give them some details for the nomination was about Love Never Fails. And in times past, again, because of that conflict, right, and that compartmentalized, I would never have put that in there. Mm-hmm. And there's no doubt in my mind that it was because I put that in there that I was selected, you know? And so the more that we can let ourselves in to the equation, um, that's where our, uh, that's where our power comes from is, is not, you know, it's from that special ingredient. And and for me at least, and um, I'm grateful that I get to acknowledge um, who, who set me free, you know? So, um, so I, so just, uh, I'm curious, how did you stumble upon whim? Like, was this just like you and Dana and you, you know, you you guys are sitting around and going, you know, you, Dana, Donna and, and, and Connie, you're like sitting around having some coffee and you're like, this, that's it. We're doing this. What, what happened? <laughs> Tell me, give me the blow well, by blow. Give me the story. Okay. So. <laughs> So Dana was actually in a group that uh, I was part of a, a small group of women, uh, five of us, uh, was program, a program called Prime Movers, which uh, is kind of an offshoot of Venture and Chip Engram's Living on the Edge ministry that people are probably familiar with. And uh, it, it's really about, um, being, you know, you're successful in the workplace, you've got a career in the workplace, but what's your holy ambition? What, what has God placed on your heart? And you talked a bit about this um, at our event. And so, so that's how I met Dana. And so Dana and I got to know each other. Um, and then through other events and things through Venture, so I got to meet Connie, who was in a different Prime Movers women's group a couple of years earlier, and Donna as well. Um, and so we, we just got to know each other and, and all working, you know, in, in this area. And we're like, do you really know any other ladies here at Venture that they're working? There must be. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, that's kind of typical here. But we like, we didn't really know uh, a lot of other ladies like us right. um, who were, you know, out in the workplace and, felt, you know, called to be out there. And, 
you know, a lot of the, the women's ministry, women's ministry is awesome adventure. It's a really great ministry. Uh, but a lot of the studies and, and the chance to connect in small groups are during the day on weekdays. Mm. And so we were just really feeling like we want to connect with more, more women and we want to help help facilitate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just started talking about what if, you know, we had something for, specifically mm-hmm. for women who are who are out in the workplace during the week. And, um, you know, just brainstormed some ideas. And then we talked to Tricia Christensen, who's uh, the Women's Ministry Lead at Venture. Um, she really liked the idea. And, uh, yeah, we just said, let's do it. <laughs> and there, nice. there we did it. So, um, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I, I can tell you that um, it blessed me just as much as it blessed um, as as much as the ladies, if not more, uh, those that came up to me afterwards, um, just to just to be to know that I wasn't alone in many of my um, cha- my my personal thoughts. Right. Because we all yeah. we get to those places where we just start thinking to ourselves, And I. I just was so grateful that, um, you know, I was not alone in in the feeling like, you know, I was alone, first mm-hmm. of all. And then I was not alone in some of the uh, ways that I was thinking to solve some of the issues, you know, address some of the issues. that And, and also in being bold and stepping out and making a decision. I'm going to step out in a politically correct way, you know, in a way that is doesn't uh, harm others around me, but um, I'm going to step out and be who I am. Mm-hmm. So so that was good. Um, so when, we're going to take a break. Um, when we come back, I want to talk about what is your vision for WIM going forward, you know, in the, in the year to come. And then also, um, what do you have, you know, planned for Apple? And is there anything exciting that uh, the listening audience, uh, you know, you could share and then think ways that they can connect with both of those initiatives, um, even if they don't go to venture or they don't work at Apple? Are there things that you are, are planning to do in the way of community? community engagement. So um, we'll come right back and thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Uh, we are in the studio today with Kyla Craig, is one of the uh, the co-founders of Women in the Workplace, uh, and it's a new ministry that launched in January. Uh, that um, and actually, I'm sorry, Workplace. In women in the marketplace. Sorry, I was going from memory here. Women in the marketplace. It's a whim. And uh, it launched in January at uh, Venture Church. And uh, it has been, it was a huge success. Uh, About 75 or so women came in. uh, Beautiful uh, connections. Everyone invigorated and ready to hear from the next uh, guest speaker. um, And that is next Saturday. uh, And that is, uh, again, adventure and it's going to be a beautiful time and that, that's going to be on may 19th from 8 30 to 8 30 to 11 30 is that right that's right okay cool 
Um, I do want to encourage you uh, that we are a listener supported audience. So um, if you like what you're hearing, first of all, listen to us every Saturday at three o'clock or Sunday at uh, 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. We also are on podcast so you can listen to us after the effect if you couldn't catch us. Um, and then, of course, if you want to give to the show, you can do that by going to love never fails us.com and there's a donate section there. You can also volunteer with love never fails um, and you can do that again. There's a volunteer page on our website. Um, and then if, and, and there are other things that we could certainly, we'd love to do with you. We'd love to pray together. We pray on the first uh, Sunday of every month uh, corporately. And we ask people to join us uh, remotely uh, praying in on one accord for the things that we, uh, you know, we want to see done, which is number one, we want to see people loving each other and, um, and being a, a, an expression of Christ to one another. Uh, and uh, specifically around survivors of human trafficking, ensuring that they know who they are, that they're valued, that they're loved and that they are our brothers and sisters. And, 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 and there's a place for them with us. So, um, Kyla, you know, as, as we've talked about WIM and talked about what you've been doing at Apple, um, in, in your role as a manager, but also as a co-leader of the Christian, uh, group there. Um, and what is it called at, at Apple? Uh, Apple Christian Fellowship. Fellowship. That's right. Fellowship. Um, so tell us a little bit about where do you see, uh, each of those areas going? What are the plans for this year? What are your goals? Mm. So for women impacting the marketplace, uh, we're going to continue doing quarterly speaking and networking events on Saturdays. So we're planning to do another one uh, later in the summer, uh, as well as another one in the fall. So we'll have four um, in the year. Um, our next one, we're just finalizing details, so I'm sorry I can't share more on um, officially what we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm, but, sure. uh, but it will be another great event, and mm-hmm. happy to come talk about it next time. Yeah. Uh, but we're also, uh, we've also been exploring... Um, Helping, um, helping the women who came to that first event and some of the feedback we heard was, gee, quarterly isn't enough. I need to connect with these ladies more. <laughs> and so, right. uh, so we're, we're trying to figure out uh, how to do that. And one of the other amazing things that happened uh, just after our kickoff event actually for WIM was I got in touch with, and this was through one of my connections through Apple Christian Fellowship. This is, you know, just shows you how God like works through everything, right? Where uh, somebody had come to one of our Apple Christian Fellowship events and uh, heard a speaker that we'd had there, and they happened to be the spouse of someone who works at an organization called Forward, the number four mm-hmm. in the letter word, and it's this great uh, women uh, in the marketplace, women in the workplace, mm-hmm. uh, it's based organization, but it's national. I had never heard of it, uh, which is really interesting when you've never heard of something that's a national organization. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, I believe it has something like 100,000 members already. Wow. Um, and it's also global, so it, they've started to expand outside of the United States. So they have a mentoring program. They have all kinds of resources for women uh, in the workplace. They have studies, on and on, and they have local groups. Um, now, what's interesting is they didn't have one yet in Silicon Valley. They just had one. In wow. What are the chances? Yeah, and so it's like, oh, that's interesting. Um, and yeah, through talking to uh, the, the founder uh, and head of uh, Forward uh, and finding out more about the organization and based on the feedback we got from the ladies who attended the first event uh, for Women Impacting the Marketplace, I uh, just started thinking, oh, maybe this, you know, these two organizations can kind of partner now and maybe some of the the group meetups and the network, the you know, some of the mentoring and things like that that they already have established programs for, 
in studies, we can tap into that. Um, so we're starting to talk about that. Um, there's been a couple meetings now with uh, ladies out, not just venture, but um, some ladies just in Silicon Valley, other Christian uh, women in the workplace, uh, who are meeting and talking about forming now this Silicon Valley local group mm-hmm. uh, of forward and connecting that into uh, women impacting the marketplace, where maybe we do the speaking events, the networking events, and then the rest of the, the team would do some of the other um, needs that people have with, you know, maybe even going to, you know, the latest Christian film and organizing a social gatherings, uh, stuff like that, just to provide more connection um, for women in the workplace. Wow, that is amazing. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. It just one event, you stepped out on faith. And now you're connecting with a national organization that wants to do this. This is like, this is tremendous. Um, cool. uh, God is God is amazing. And he, I'm reminded that all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, even if you don't feel like I didn't grow up Christian. So me either. You know, yeah. Still semi new to me as well. And so just to, to see God's hand in so many things is, is pretty amazing. And and you, you asking about Apple, and of course, you know, Apple's very private about, it, about everything. Um, and so I, I can't really share what we're planning, because it's all internal kind of stuff. Okay. But I will say that, that one of the things I, I do want to share is what's happening with workplace fellowship groups, um, sometimes called employee resource groups, mm-hmm. um, in the Bay Area. So ours really started to take off um, just after I started co-chairing. There was just a lot of... Um, a lot of people joining and a lot more Christians that seemed coming uh, to Apple mm-hmm. uh, and finding out about us. Uh, maybe they knew people who were in it already. Um, and, of course, we were doing some events and things. So people were finding finding us more easily, and we were really growing. And at the same time, uh, Google was starting their Christian group, mm-hmm. and they were growing. And I think they have well over a 1,000 members. And uh, then Facebook, it started with, you know, one person who said, you know, I really would like to just meet other Christians here and maybe pray. And mm. so, you know, two people start praying in a room and then Ooh, their status grew is. and grew. And mm-hmm. they, you know, I don't know if you um, heard about this, but they actually hosted a screening of the I Can Only Imagine film, the mm-hmm. Mercy story of Mercy Me, Bart Miller. Mm-hmm. And they also did a Facebook Live Q&A. Wow. That was, you know, for anybody and thousands upon thousands of people tuned into that. Oh, I didn't Who know had that. nothing to do with, you know, Facebook Christian group. But, right. Um, wow. Had that opportunity to be, you know, blessed by that event of them doing that. And, you know, I just could tell more stories. There's just been such a growth in Christian fellowships in this area, mm. um, in particular in San Francisco. And, you know, I'm going to mention, too, there's another name. If you haven't heard of Roy Tinklenberg, he's a pastor at Compass Church. And he has had it on his heart to help um, marketplace ministries, really, and uh, help people start them, help people grow them, support them in any way he can, and connect them. So he's been instrumental. I believe there's been something like 20 groups that have started in in San Francisco at companies just in the last year. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So that's what I really want to share is just that beyond Apple, there's just so much much growth in, in the Christian marketplace ministry community right now. And so I just encourage people to um, you know, go. You can you can look up. I, I, let me just see if I can find out. But if you if you Google Roy Tinklenberg, I'm mm-hmm. sure you can find all the things that that he's involved in, and, and wow. it's really a faith and work um, ministry that he is. He's really instrumental in uh, in running in this area and helping uh, grow um, and seeing what God's going to do with with Christians who are placed in in these tech companies here. Wow. Well, I'll tell you, um, when we come back, I want to share a little bit with you about um, an exciting 
a milestone that we are just now reaching in the way of uh, bridging uh, those that are underserved and under-resourced, um, including human trafficking survivors, but re-entry, homeless, foster youth, uh, bringing them into the IT community and bridging that gap that's happening uh, that you know I see all around me in terms of living in poverty versus um, living in a sustainable life um, that is free from crime and and um, and you know some of the these other things that happen when you're vulnerable, right? And so I'm gonna I want to share a, a milestone there. I also want to talk a little bit about uh, Pastor Eddie Boyun and that is now part of Venture and just what a blessing he was to meet with uh, last week and some of the things he's doing in the community. So um, lots going on there. Um, I will uh, I'll put a pause on it and put a boop in it just for a second here, and we'll go on to a break. Thank you so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Again, we are in the studio, studio today with a, a fabulous uh, woman leader in our community who is leading not only uh, from a business standpoint at Apple, uh, but also leading at an, an amazing initiative at her church and uh, women in the marketplace, and uh, that is Venture Church. And she's just uh, sort of uh, be, become this bridge uh, that is so important. And I and I say I say a bridge of, between people who feel entrapped by uh, judgment, by um, by fear uh, to express who they are, right into uh, a place where there's safety in a workplace to be who you are. And um, and and say that you are a Christian and, and function as a Christian in your workplace, um, and 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 at the same time uh, do a great job, right? It, it is possible, right? And uh, and we see it all around us, and it's it's much more prominent than we might think. And so the fact that you're bringing light to that, Kyla, I'm just so so grateful to have you here talking about that. Thank you. So I've sort of moved, uh, as you have, um, I've moved in that direction, and Love Never Fails has sort of been my my platform to have those types of conversations. And I remember when I used to bring up Love Never Fails and my charter, you know, my mission to help survivors of human trafficking, people would shun uh, from the topic. They'd run away from me. They'd literally, I'd see them in the hallway and they'd make a quick right, a quick left. Like there's the human trafficking lady, you know, <laughs> she's going to tell me about some poor child that's been, you know, abused or, you know, someone who's enslaved and, and it's, it's just going to ruin my day. And, um, and, you know, and I, you know, it's, it's, it's not fun being that, that person. Um, but, uh, I've, I've held that role. It's my assignment. It's something that, you know, I've had to hold and be, and, and endured being unpopular for, for quite a while. Uh, but there's something that's shifted, shifted in the atmosphere. I don't know what's going on, but all of the sudden, and I think part of it, it was me, was me. You know, I stepped out, um, and just, you know, I was a little more relaxed about my the conversations. Maybe not as anxious and, and not as intense, and um, and then and then stepped out and started sharing um, about some of the 
precursors to human trafficking, the vulnerabilities like not having a sustainable job, right? Mm-hmm. Not and and then as I began to think, it's actually a woman suggested. She said, "Why don't you why don't you teach the women and the men you work with how to become you know an IT person, person in IT?" And I thought, "Whoa, there's a novel idea. Why didn't I think of that?" And so I started to pray about it, and it just came to me. It just it was like I was born to do it. And uh, we opened up a networking academy. Um, well, it's an IT academy because we're going to offer uh, Cisco networking classes as well as A plus uh, CompTIA A plus classes. But right now we're doing a pilot of a CCENT um, a class, a cohort of ten students. We just, we kicked it off in January, and guess what? Super exciting. We are graduating five of the ten, and so yeah, the five um, did not want to continue for a variety of reasons. But five of the ten are graduating. Um, let me see. They're graduating the day before your WIM event on the 18th, May 18th. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And we are going to take them. I'm super excited. We have partners. So, so little did I know, again, this is just like stepping out on faith, right? Little did I know that Cisco had really came, come, uh, to support an initiative called the Talent Bridge where they want to connect people that are in networking academies with partners who need engineers. Mm, wow. And so they have a formal platform, very much like a, you know, like a monster job type of platform where they source candidates that are in the networking academy. So we have just signed up our graduates for that um, program. And again, they're taking their CCENT tests, so they're going to have certifications. We signed them up for Talent Bridge. And there were, when I looked in there, there were like 73 job offers, job opportunities listed, you know, making $50,000 a year and up. And I just thought, wow, God, you know, um, just, you know, just to think about the way in which these young people's lives are going to be transformed. Um, because, you know, because I said yes to you about being that bridge, you know, and didn't shy away. And I'm just so grateful that, um, you know, first of all, that I'm not alone. <laughs> you know, there's power in numbers, um, that I'm not n- alone in this and that I have people like you, Kyla, that are doing the same over there at Apple and that, and then also grateful to the companies, you know, to our businesses that are making space for this, mm-hmm. you know, um, and really putting programs in place that will allow people that come from my background, you know, people who have been in foster care and been abused, been, you know, in, uh, impoverished to show up and be given a shot, you know? So, um, so just thinking some more. Oh, and, and then of course I want to talk, I wanted to mention about Pastor Eddie. So you guys brought Pastor Eddie on recently, right? A couple months, maybe. Yeah. yeah just a few months. Yeah. What an amazing pastor of man. Yeah. I, I've, I heard, had, I've heard him speak a few times now and yeah, he's, He's uh, very, very uh, gifted, <laughs> and I'm excited to have him at our church, definitely. He's uh, just bringing that, that perspective of social justice, that passion around social justice is uh, yeah, pretty, pretty awesome to see. 
Yeah. So he is the author, for those who are listening, author of Praying for Your Pastor and Justice Awakening. He's also a filmmaker. I found out that um, he, you know, he's produced multiple films. His latest is Save My Soul. And it actually is the recipient of the Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival Award in 2017, last year. Um, and um, fortunately, um, it is uh, it is they we just missed the viewing of it, which was this past Friday um, uh, in Adventure. It was uh, this past Friday evening. But I know there will be more screenings. Um, uh, it's something that actually I talked to him about possibly Levner or Fails getting involved with doing a screening. Um, this brings some some shine some light on human trafficking in, in Korea. And um, and and the ways in which uh, Pastor Eddie over the last, I believe it was he mentioned seven or eight years, the way in which um, he, you know, like his story told me that he talked to one very affluent uh, person uh, there in Korea and they made a tremendous donation to him, which he then was able to open up uh multiple housing units with, I mean, and very, you know, very well thought out, well planned out housing uh, programs. And I just thought, wow, this is amazing. The, the, uh, the favor of the Lord on him to just be able to speak to someone. And um, I want to say, he said, you know, the person gave him like $14 million to be able to implement housing in Korea to save survivors from human trafficking. I'm like, I need some of that. <laughs> I said, can I hold your hand? And he's like, um, I don't know about that one. We just met. <laughs> oh, man. But it was a really great, um, just a great um, uh, encouragement. To be able to hear that um, this man who has a heart for justice, who was just distraught when he heard about how trafficking is happening and how prevalent it is in Korea and in the States and all over the world. And he said, not on my watch and was very adamant about that with me when we had lunch. So um, anyway, I think you guys over there are in, in for a real treat <laughs> with yeah, him. Definitely. <laughs> So, um, so there's another cross section to all of this. Isn't that fun? <laughs> yeah. So, so what does your family, you know, what does your family think about what you're doing, Kyla? Do your daughters just just think you're you're off off the beaten path, or do they love it? <laughs> uh, they they like it. They actually have been helping we uh, to promote both the the launch of Wim earlier in the year and then this latest event we uh, got you know get a table outside the worship center at the church the, to promote you know raise awareness for people to sign up and you know just this last weekend I was there with my younger daughter and she was helping me you know standing at the table and talking to people and <laughs> it was uh, it was just a lot of fun yeah I think they just uh, and that's something that you know is new to me as I mentioned I you know didn't grow up in a, a Christian home and so yeah. just this, you know being a Christian mom is it's totally, you know, foreign to me, so I'm learning it as I go, but just, mm -hmm. um, you know, having them be, be excited about helping and understanding and seeing women connecting and that women are part of, you know, the church and that, you know, you can work and have faith and mm -hmm. those kind of mm -hmm. messages that I see them getting, um, yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, just encouraging for me, too, that, that I know that, that God has me doing what He wants me to do, not just for me, but also for my girls. And my husband's new end of supportive. He's he's amazing. So, um, 
Yeah, just really, the families have been really supportive of all of this, and um, yeah. Awesome. Well, um, just bless your life, bless your your daughters, your husband, your household, your work. Um, And I pray that it would just just, uh, multiply sevenfold, tenfold. 20 folds. Come on, God. <laughs> Do it. Um, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about some other events that are going on in the community. Uh, and again, we just uh, encourage you to get to know a little bit more about Love Never Fails. Go to our website. We're at loveneverfails.com. We'll be right back. And thank you for listening. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Uh, we are in the studio today with Kyla Craig, who is a co-founder of Women in the Workplace. And I'm sorry, I keep doing that. Women in the Marketplace, and uh, which is uh, affectionately referred to as WIM. And we are uh, just, just been so blessed uh, to hear about this new ministry, everything you're doing there, what you're doing with at Apple with the Christian Fellowship. Uh, and just thank you for being on the show, Kyla. You're welcome. Been fun. Yeah. And um, just uh, so people know, uh, they can learn more about what you're doing and stay in touch with you. Uh, and how how can they do that? Uh, so for for WIM for Women Impacting the Marketplace, uh, just to keep checking out the Venture website. Um, if you go to venture.cc/events. Um, that's where you'll find the latest uh, things going on, including what you mentioned, Eddie's screening um, that happened. You know, if you want to see what else he's doing in the future, um, you can check that out. And then we'll always be posting our events there so people can sign up uh, from there. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you again. I'm going to tell a little bit more. We have some other events going on. Um, if after you go to the uh, WIM event on the 19th, you want to stop by uh, another event, there is a care resource fair that's happening in San Francisco uh, from 11 to 3 p.m. And there's going to be food, games, a raffle, music, and entertainment. So that's in San Francisco. It's called the Care Resource Fair. Also on the 19th, that evening, we're going to be doing our, our uh, monthly street outreach. And if you would like to sign up for that, uh, again, we go usually around 6.30. We do a training um, uh, for an hour. And then we actually hit the streets where people are being sold and minister to the people as we go. And you can find out more about that by going uh, signing up on our website, which is loveneverfailsus.com, and going to the street outreach section. Or you can uh, email streets at loveneverfailsus.com, and that is Angela, uh, who will respond to you. Also on the 21st, uh, we have a really great event, uh, 21st of May, 6 p.m. a Chabot College Christian Club Awareness event. And our very own board member, uh, Brianna Williams, will be speaking there. Uh, and uh, she will talk about her story as a survivor leader, as well as now an entrepreneur who's making some amazing business opportunities for other survivors. Uh, speaking of business, uh, so she will uh, she will be talking about that. 
Um, and then also we encourage you on the 1st of of June, we are going to have our community prayer time, 6 p.m. Um, please reach out to Chantel at prayer at loveneverfailsus.com. Uh, if you want to join with us in prayer, we want to know that you're out there praying in solidarity with us on the 1st. Sunday of every month. Um, also on the 2nd of June, we have a donor appreciation event. And by the way, the first is actually a Friday, just, uh, just uh, a little bit of a switcheroo in the, in January, I mean, in uh, June, but uh, normally it's on the first Sunday of every month. Um, June t- 2nd, 1 to 3 p.m., join us in Hayward at our Hope Center, um, at the Hayward Hope Center, uh, where we have our store, we have our, our IT Academy, we have our career closet. Come out and be a part of our donor appreciation event. If you have given to us, we want to love on you. We want to we want to show you some appreciation, and we want to showcase some of the things that we've accomplished. And that again is from one to three p.m. and it's at two two five eight zero Grand Street, uh, and that is a Saturday. So please come on out. And lastly, on the 9th of June at eight a.m., uh, we are participating in the We Run Oakland for our daughters, um, and this is a partnership with a. Sisters Touch and other community organizations. We are going to be um, out there at Lake Merritt in Oakland uh, that morning, and you can register on our website under the events section, and that is loveneverfailsus.com under the events section. Um, so as I come to a close, uh, just uh, want to encourage you, of course, you know, engage with us, go to our website, uh, go to our Instagram page, our Twitter feed. Uh, uh, we don't have Snapchat yet, Kyla. I think we're kind of getting behind, getting old here. I'm feeling kind of old here, but no, really, uh, we're trying to reach out to you. Reach out to us. Be let's let's go with go together and uh, and and just spread the love. Um, and of course, if you haven't heard it before, we want to make sure that those that are listening know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.